I sound like a robot in my headphones. I sound like a robot. This is the interview you guys have been in my inbox asking for for like a fucking year now. So make sure you Don't. share this shit. Make sure if you're not subscribed, you subscribe. This is the interview that you've been in his box for a million years asking for. <laughs> uh, deep up in my box asking oh. for this interview. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> but shit, thank you guys for tuning in. This second little dark interview. We came all the way out to fucking this area to do this interview. To this area, to this place. This area in this place. We're in this place doing the interview. We got some. We got a dope audience with us. Yeah, we, we got, got Edison. We got Cubensis, we got Corpse, and we got Brumman God. Uh, Edison is the only one with no shirt. Look at, look at okay. fucking yeah, like well, a snack yeah, over got there. It. Yeah, with a football. Let me just, <laughs> let me just get a video real quick. <laughs> oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> get away from me! All right, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but shit, bro. <laughs> it's been almost two years since we did that first fucking interview, dude. Really? When was the first one? Fucking 2019. It was like summer. I want to say it was June. June, yeah. July. Yeah, it was like two years ago. It was almost two years ago. It doesn't even feel like it's been that long. No, it doesn't feel like it's been how that have long. You been, how have you been handling your growth? Because you look at back when we did that first interview, you were just, I don't want to use the term SoundCloud rapper, but you were just another Yo, artist. Cube, shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut Yo, the Elijah f- Wood. I can't fucking think, bro. I can't think. If you don't shut the fuck up, I can't think about anything. Thank you. <laughs> but how you how you been handling your growth, though? Dude, I fucking am huge, bro. I'm massive right now. <laughs> like, mentally, how are you taking that? Because you just kind of, like, out of nowhere, like, you was just... I think we did that interview. You had, you know, less than 10,000 on SoundCloud. You know what I mean? I don't even remember. Yeah, probably on, so You had, like, 2,000 on, on Instagram or whatever, and now you're, like... The biggest artist is not mainstream, I would argue. For now. I hope that these guys... I think Brumman God is going to pass me up soon. You and, pass and, and, and God. I think I think after Brumman God, then it's going to be Corpse. Then it's going to be Edison. And then maybe Cube, if he applies himself. But, uh... <laughs> it's like, look at but no, I'm hand, on, on a serious note. Um, yeah, shit is fucking insane. It's insane now. Like, a um, lot of people we were... We were talking about in that interview that you were looking up to, you've kind of surpassed in a sense as far as popularity, as far as people listening to your music. Yeah, for now. You know, at this moment in time, if we're comparing everyone numerically, yeah, I'm pretty pretty up there. But, yeah, fucking it – feel, it feels good to have uh, to have a positive, you know, influence, at least from what I can tell, on a lot of people. That's, did like, the most important thing I try to hold on to. Did you expect did you expect to kind of – to blow this fast, like, would you would you really say you've blown up? Because you think about it, like, you're worldwide now. Yeah, like, you're I selling out tours overseas. I or don't shows. think that I'm like, I don't think that I'm uh, like as far as I I could get yet. I don't think I'm as far as I'm gonna get yet at all, mm-hmm. um, by any means. But yeah, I didn't expect it to happen this fast for sure. It definitely like surprised me the way it happened too especially like on on an app that i wasn't using at the time starting like the astronomical yeah. growth you know tiktok was like a thing at the time when i was blowing up that like regular people it was still like a very niche thing like people like not everybody like, was on not it. everybody even knew what the fuck that shit even was and so like now like 
looking back at it, it's kind of just insane. Did you did you really think when you were making Ha Ha that that was gonna be the song? Dude, I don't even like the the the, the top songs that are, like blow up on TikTok aren't even the ones that like I like really or like. They aren't even things that I think are accurate representations of like my talent, but that's like the smells like teen spirit like effect. You mm-hmm. know, no artist likes the song that like everyone's yeah, yeah, yeah. listening to. But like, do I see why it is? Yeah, I do. I see why. I see why those songs like did what they did, and I see why. You know, because it. I was mentioning uh, what we were doing earlier, where we were walking around uh, at the park. Mm-hmm. That like it's kind of more about like the ideas that you present than how they're executed. Like if your ideas are good, it doesn't matter if you like execute them in like the most professional way necessarily. Yeah. It as long as it, you know. Well, it's like like we talked about you can you can make the most with, you know, not a lot. Like you guys just made do with what you had. Mhm. Yeah. W- how did Haha ha come together? Haha ha as Very a song. Curious. I I released that song on my birthday and it was kind of like a it was kinda, I don't know, it was just a weird it was a weird birthday song to release. Who was there? Were y'all there when I dropped Taha? Yeah, it was it was a weird time. It was kinda like a time where like I was looking up at, at a lot of music and like feeling kinda like very satirical mm-hmm. about like myself and all these artists and how we all kinda like get up and put on a mask and like dance around for everybody. And it's ironic that that song I you could argue like helped start bring me to relevance because it's like about how fake that is. Yeah. So yeah, I didn't, it, it, it's cool. I'll I'll take it, you know. I'm not like a bunch of artists who are like, "Oh, I hate that that's my biggest song," but it's like, you know, it's I just is what it is. it's a bar that I've set and now that I strive I strive to surpass it and you know, I don't really obsess over when did if you, I do or don't, you know, it's just a, yeah. about having fun. When did you find out about the whole Bill Gates thing? When when did you find out about that? About the whole book, he, he did the TikTok the TikTok the haha. Uh I think a few people just like sent that to me. It's kind of was that yeah. like mind blowing to you or it was like, it's kind of my I, there was a lot of people that like use my sounds on TikTok that like I didn't expect mm-hmm. like would fucking associate at all with what I'm doing but it's because like it what TikTok does is it kind of like I feel like and what other social media platforms do now for music is they kind of put like a barrier between like the you enjoying the sound of the music and like having to know who made it so I feel like a lot of people just like. You know, Bill Gates probably wasn't like, I'm going to make a TikTok to this. Someone was like, hey, Bill, like, you we're going to, like, do some funny shit to this fucking song on camera. You want to just join in? He was like, yeah, whatever. And then it just happens that he's, like, doing that. That was cool. It's just kind of weird. It just shows me how far-reaching that this shit really is and that the internet is really just, like, a web. You can, like, really reach, like, anything. Yeah. You can reach, like, any, any, any space or any person really can ultimately be reached through the internet so as long as they're on it. 2019, you kind of continued, after we did the interview, you kind of continued down, you know, the singles lane. 2020, you opened up with three, no, you didn't open up with three albums. You opened up with This Does Not Exist, mm. and then you dropped you in. Later in the year, you're dropping Swamp. What what, what made you decide to drop three projects in a year? Because that's a lot of work on top of some singles. So, This Does Not Exist dropped kind of as like a result of the previous year's work. You know, I had been anticipating dropping that because of the previous year. So, mm-hmm. like, that kind of just coincidentally became the first album of that year, you know. Um, so that drops, and I'm living life, and it's doing re- it's doing pretty well. You know, it's my first album I dropped that I felt like kind of transcended a layer a little bit of something in people's minds. Yeah. And I was, like, feeling, like, kind of weird. That's, like, a very limbo stage where I was like, where do I go next? You know, how far is this shit going to go? Like, I'm obviously, like, succeeding, but, like, what the fuck is this even? Like, 
it's like a dream that I started to. It, that's when like the life starts to feel like a dream and it starts to be kind of weird and you start being kind of weird. Like mm-hmm. that's how it gets when you start getting up a little bit. And so that's what inspired Yin, and that's I think why Yin is like the least. I think my the project I like the least from that year. Even though really? there's, a, there's a lot of redeeming qualities to it that people will point out, but personally, I think that that album like was a representation of like how boxed in I felt at that time. You know, I felt really kind of like stuck. And then I think Swamp was me, like, allowing that overflow all year to just, like, kind of, like, come out. And now what I'm working on right now and what I'm going to drop next, I feel like it's kind of going to be me breaking free from, from that. From that, you, from the formulas of the of the past for myself that I've yeah. set up and stuff. You feel like Swamp is the best the best project you put out to date? Um, I think Swamp is the best representation of you know musically and sonically mm-hmm. like it's my best work i think i don't think as an idea it is the best idea for an album that i've come up with i've come up with hella album there's so many album ideas for albums that like no one even knows about that like i think are better and i might recycle ideas from in the future you know but it, i think sonically yes I, I do believe it is like my best my best project to date um i do have criticisms of it like it is a little long mm-hmm. um I think if I had made something a little more cohesive like this does not exist, it would have had a different impact. But, you know, there's always, I can do anything. I can release any amount of projects. So going forward, that's like the type of things that I like to, you know, keep in mind for that. Yeah. What do you think you did, what do you think you did better on Swamp than you did on Yin and This Does Not Exist? Like, what do you think was better about that project? What do I think was better? I think, first of all, like, just sonically, it's a lot more professional. You know, there's some songs that, like, I go back and listen to where, like, my ideas, again, are good, but, like, sonically, I could understand. It's, like, a little abrasive. White people wouldn't like it. Like, recently, I was listening back to, like, Garbage Punks, mm-hmm. uh, the old gunk rock song, and, like, my bars and, like, what I'm saying and the ideas that go into it aren't necessarily, like, bad in any way. I just listen to it, and it's like, oh, I would have mixed that better. I would have done that take better now. Oh, I know how to yell now a little better than that. So, like, I think what Swamp has on those projects is, like, listenability for me. Um, I think, like, it displays... It's kind of like I took all the darkyisms and took them to their extreme. You know, like, like the, like songs about, like, the Middle East that are, like, rock songs where we perform all the instruments and, like, you know, like, crazy just, like, like weird-sounding electronic bangers yeah. and, like, just a bunch of different things. I feel like it does that and more. It, like, takes all those darkyisms and expands on them and shows you, like, oh, okay, like, this is kind of what this has led it's like the end of that era so gotcha. the end, it's like the end of the swamp trilogy and the end of me like addressing those ideas in that way and I, th- like- I think that's what it does it i think it does better at being sonically listenable and i think honestly i just like say a lot more real shit on that project mm-hmm. than like my other ones feel like you kind of branched out in the ways you create you create composed music too because i remember wendigo i think wendigo was telling me was it the kids are all retarded Mm-hmm. You guys kind of did that with actual instruments, in like a garage or some shit like yep. that. I, so, how did that kind of come together? We, I, I just wanted to like approach making music differently because, I don't know, a lot of people make music the same ways, mm-hmm. and like the way you make music has a big impact on like what it is or like the vibe that it gives off. And I think that project really challenged me to sit down and make songs a bunch of different ways, like from noises in my head to the kids are all retarded. There's, like, a lot of, and, like, incredible insurrection. There's a lot of, like, jamming, you know, that, like, went into the making those songs. Mm-hmm. Ideas, like, sitting there and just playing instruments and being like, oh, that's good. Let's, like, put that down and shit like that, which is something that I didn't do on any on Yin or This Does Not Exist. Yeah. Um, but then also it challenged me to, to maybe to punch in something that, like, I 
I didn't have the confidence to do um, on a, at an album level. You know, I had done that in singles, but like I preferred when it came to albums to premeditate my lyrics to be able to write everything down and like see what it was before I did it. But that album really prompted me to just be like, "Fuck it, I'm just like gonna get in the studio in front of the mic and just say things," and you know, start training myself to be able to just like come up with shit. So yeah, I, I expanded the way I made songs a lot. You know, there's songs on there that don't even have like like verses or anything. Yeah. You yeah. sound a lot more comfortable on Swamp than you do on Swamp Drain too. I did notice and I was I've listened to you know, preparing for this interview, I did go back and listen to Swamp Drain for the first or Swamp yeah, Swamp Drain for the first time in a while. And, you know, I could tell what you were talking about, how you used to rap with a lower voice, you used to try to restrict your voice a little bit more. Mm. Then, you know, looking at Swamp, you sound a hell of a lot more comfortable. Yeah, confident. Did it take a lot to get comfortable with you know, even singing? Oh yeah, absolutely. Singing is like something I'm. I think that's like vocally something I'm training more than anything else. Mm-hmm. Also, like how to scream more properly. Um, but I think I've always had kind of a good instinct about how to yell. I've never really encountered issues injuring myself with that. Yeah. But I don't know where I'm going with this. I I got too I got too high off that that shit that I smoked before this interview. So I'm sorry. I what lost is my train um? Of thought. What does the swamp represent to you? Oh, okay. That's something I can really go into depth about. So for me, the swamp started. It started off as a, something that I didn't even really like specifically know exactly what I was talking about. But to me, the swamp when when I we're talking about drain the swamp, like the first mm-hmm. project where I mention the swamp. That's me referring to, and that's why on the, in the cover of that I'm on the stage. There's like all the people that I knew and was close to in the underground in the audience at that time. You know, our little bubble of the underground. Drain the Swamp was like, me and all these people, you know, we all are like, you know, this is like our little community. And from here, I'm a, pre- by preaching to these people, I want to like change everything. You know, Drain the Swamp is like me being like, yeah, let's like fix what's going on. And it's a play on like Donald Trump's Drain the Swamp. Yeah. But that's why it's like used ironically. It's like used, like it's taking that phrase and like it becomes something good. After that, it kind of deviated from that origin. Mm-hmm. a little bit more you know at first it was like drain the swamp of like whack-ass rappers and people that are just like bullshit and just all these like stupid stale ideas i don't like it like became with swamp drained something more about like oh like i've kind of like drained the swamp within myself and that's like where the swamp came to represent just a buildup of negativity like when you allow your perspective on something or like your negative emotions on on things to like build up and it's like black goop clogging like your brain's function um and that's why Swamp Drain on the cover, I'm just, like, hanging out in the park, and it's just sunny and nice, because it's, like, at that point in my life, I felt like I had finally, like, let go of something. And Swamp, and the reason why on the cover of that, Darkie's, like, up to his nose in Black Liquid is because between Swamp Drain and that project, that's when I, like, really had a huge rise. So, at that point, Definitely. I wanted to just kind of address that, like, hey, just because, like, someone's okay and overcome something doesn't mean like bad things can't happen again or doesn't mean that like things can't get overwhelming again or that or someone has so many ideas it's like they can't think that's like what that what swamp is meant to represent at that point it's just like artist types but people in general can all relate to feeling overwhelmed or feeling like there's just it's just too much like the world is just too much and that's like what the swamp is and there's a video for swamp that hasn't even released yet i i think i'm gonna fucking get around to finishing it before the end of this year 
or by the end of this maybe. year. Maybe. I wanna I wanna drop it to like close that era. To end that era fully. Your videos are fucking nuts. Thank you. What what goes into yeah. what, what but let me let me finish. Let me let me in. let me finish real quick. Okay, gotcha. The got video you. for Swamp at the beginning, um, just to finish off on what the swap represents, mm-hmm. it's a bunch of darkies running through a factory that's flooding and there's alarms going off saying like like at the beginning of the album, like Mayday, the swamp is overflowing and they're all yeah. running like trying to get out of the factory. And that factory is meant to represent just all the little dudes in my brain running around and they're like panicking because it's like getting too much so like that's what the swamp is meant to represent but you were talking about something about production quality yeah your videos what kind of production goes into your videos how do you go about producing things like rap music or amv like how do you go or um i can't even think of the name it's gonna bother me the animal crossing type video oh i can see clearly yes i can see clearly how how do you go into producing those videos so the only video i think that i've done with like an external help, you know, like an animator or something mm-hmm. that like I didn't really like have like an idea for already would be genocide. Live and like made half that video without my knowledge. It was just a fan animation and I managed to contact him promptly and like have him finish it and we released it and that was like the only one that I like just you know, he had full creative freedom to do whatever. And he really encapsulated encapsulated like the vibe of my character like even better than I even could but after that with rap music uh, AMV and then going for, there's another live in video that's gonna come out soon yeah. with me for uh, uh, How to Rob a Bank with me and Christ Dillinger oh, that's gonna be a good video it, inc- it encapsulates a little bit of 3D and 2D animation in the video okay. um, and so all those videos I I heard the song and I could see the video I, I've been doing filmmaking since I was very young so like it's very easy it's like comes naturally to just hear a song and be able to kind of see what it looks like. So, like, in terms of that, I just kind of give live in, like, my idea and be like, at this point I want this to happen, this point I want this to happen, this is how I want it to end, and then he just kind of, like, does it. Um, in terms of, like, other videos that, like, I've made, like, Fried Egg and, and like, Year of the Cap and, like, all the other videos, this it's the same principle. Like, the like like Blinkers by Brumane, you know, it's the same principle. We just sit down and we, like, kind of, like, see what we see in our head and then we write it down and then we just, like, kind of follow those ideas. Otherwise, we're kind of just, like, having fun with it. You know, just putting whatever in the on camera or in the effects or yeah or shit that we just think is fucking hilarious at the moment. Or you feel like you have a lot more creative freedom now. Uh, I feel like I've always had creative freedom, but I feel like now that I'm more successful, I'm enabled to execute the ideas that I want to yeah. just like more accurately and higher quality. Yeah, for sure, I have more freedom in that sense. You said between um swamp drain and swamp. You had a, a huge growth. Like, you just went from this underground yeah, like artist underground, to yeah. now, like, again, arguably the biggest artist that's not mainstream right now. When did you first notice how big your fan base actually was? When did it really hit you? You were like, oh, shit, I'm getting fucking huge. Um, I think the first time that it really hit me was, like, when people... Like uh, like we said earlier, like when people started recognizing me like in public, like when they saw me, they'd be like, mm-hmm. oh, I know who you are. It'd be like, oh, okay. Like this is like extending. It's like come full circle. Like I yeah. put something out and the boomerang has come, like the energy has come full. Or like bad shit, you know. The amount of people that feel the need to do that has like shown me just how much effect I have because it shows me how many people I'm reaching that aren't even fans of me. I'm reaching a lot of people that aren't even like you know a fan of what I'm doing. That really, when that started happening more and more, that was a wake up call. Like, oh, okay, this is like becoming like something else. You know? Do you feel like 
you feel like you have a bigger fan base outside the United States than you do inside the United States? Is that kind of why you decided to tour outside first? No. Um, I feel like I do have a bigger fan base within the United States than outside. I just have a big enough one outside that I can go outside. And I decided to do Europe uh, before I did a U.S. tour because, like, to be honest, shows are not, like, where they need to be yet for, like, something like that. We're going to be doing, like, littler tours. Like, we're planning, like, a Northeast tour, and then we're going to do a West Coast tour. So, like, we're going to hit the U.S. I just don't want to do some shit where it's, like, I'm going to go across the U.S., like, all at once, like, yet. I'll do that when I feel like it. But, like, I really just don't give a fuck like that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the hey, Europe, I got I, hit, this guy hit me up and was like, you need help, like, planning the Europe thing. Is this is a French promoter? And I put him in contact with, you know, Patrick, one of my people who manages me mm-hmm. and he fucking helped me just get that set up yeah i, w- I don't blame you bro if i if the minute i found out i could tour in europe bro i'd be in fucking europe yeah you know what i'm saying <laughs> like, yeah it's crazy because soon like we had to add a second london show because the first one sold out so fast so that shows nuts. me it's like insane you know like i don't need a label to like reach other countries or other places or whatever like nothing can stop this that's, if, if, that's how i feel right now i feel yeah. like super positive and like the the growth of spider gang and like myself is just like happen it's just going to you know, continue as long as we keep having fun and doing what we love and spreading love. That's just what's gonna happen. You know. Yeah. You know, that being said, do you feel like you have a greater purpose with the music beyond entertainment now? Yeah, I feel like I kind of owe it to you know a lot of the people that support me and just the world to like stay true and just continue to make art that I think is impactful. I think a mm-hmm. lot of people get bigger and bigger, and they're like, oh. I could like sell out and make art people that I now that I'm a you know bigger artist and also more experienced, I know what people want to see. I could easily just like put what people want to see in front of them. But that's like easy, you know. I think that like I owe it to people to always be trying to make art that affects, you know. Like what's the point of making a like you know some bullshit just to like you should have an outcome. You know, I feel like a lot of people make songs for the outcome. They don't even care about, like, if peop- if it, like, affects anyone or changes anything in the world. People just, like, do shit because they if want something. If it resonates. They, yeah, they just want something. I think I owe it to people to never, like, become that. I think that's a good note to end part one on. Yeah. So I got some more good questions coming for part two. And then if we have time for a part three, so I got some deep I got some deep shit. So, Bet. Yeah. No, I'm uh, down. Let's keep going. Thank you guys for tuning in. This has been part one. Stay tuned. Part two coming up right now. My check, my check. Thank God's tuning back in. This part two. Back with a little darky. Hello. So, cancel culture. As we just kind of ended on, I remember you were saying when you you started to you realized you were getting bigger when you started to attract the attention of people who didn't listen to you and didn't really like you very much. Yeah. So, what do you what do you think about the whole cancel culture thing? The little darky is racist yeah. thing that we've all seen. How yeah. did you react to it? How did you handle it? Um. So, like, it's just kind of fucking stupid and bullshit and, like, dumb. And I don't really give a fuck about it at all. And it's just a bunch of, like, stupid idiots inside that, like, don't do anything with their lives. And they're all fucking dumb. And I don't care. Because ultimately, like, I may be, like, like weird or, like, be doing some ideas that people don't understand. Or, like, you know, I may say things or do things or present imagery that people could misconstrue as something it's not. But, like, ultimately, all I really feel like I do is, like, overt, you know, good for people, you know, for my fans, you know, Mm -hmm. for my family, for my friends. And, like, if people want to look at what I'm doing and have an issue just because, like, they're hella down bad, then, like, I don't really give a fuck, you know. Ultimately, it's just a bunch of people trying to bring me down and trying to put me in, like, a box. 
but like I don't ever tell anyone what to do. There's not a single time where I've been like, oh, this person shouldn't do that. Person, oh, you're wrong for that. I could leave in comments on people's shit trying to like, you know, do weird shit. Like I'm not, I'm never involved in shit like that. So I just don't relate. I think people like that have lost their fucking minds, um, and they're stupid. What do you think of cancel culture overall? I think that cancer culture, cancer culture, (laughs) (laughs) that's like what it is. I think cancel culture is just like a thing that like, what do you think it comes from? Cancer. People that feel like, that feel like they do everything right and that no one can ever make a mistake. Yeah, it's like people who feel like they do everything right and no one can ever make a mistake and they want to like levy that weight on you. But then like as soon as they make a fucking mistake, it's like not the same. It's just like I think it, it comes from like almost like a like a pure like a like a purist weird cultural standpoint like where people like have like it's like there's like imagine a wall of cubbies right yeah and there's like a white person cubby and an Asian person cubby and a black person cubby and a Mexican person cubby and then like a oh what you're supposed to do if you're mixed race cubby and then like they're trying to like stick everyone in all these little cubbies these little these little boxes. And, like, if you ever even try to, like, not be in one or, like, do go into a different one or, like, just, like, if anything you do could, like, possibly put you in a different place, like, everyone's really invested in trying to, like, keep it the way it is, which is ironically super conservative, right? Because a lot of the people involved in cancel, cancel culture are, like, pro, like leftist or, pro, like, liberal. They self-professed, like, yeah, progressive. No, but really, liberal. like, by canceling shit that isn't, like, actually racist or bad— it shows that you, like, don't even have, like, an innate understanding of, like, what racism is or, like, what struggle is or, like, what, like, hate is, you know? It's, like, ridiculous. Yeah, no, like, I it's, feel like, you. stupid. I feel, I feel like it's it's creating a lot of issues yeah. at the same time. Yeah, and I also feel like it's just, it comes down to, like, there's, like, people that cancel me for many different reasons. Like, people that cancel me because, like, I say nigga and I'm not black. Mm-hmm. And, like... That shit, like, to me, like, that aspect of it is, like, people that are racist that are canceling me and trying to say I'm racist, but, like, they're racist. You know, I feel like a lot of cancel culture comes from, like, an actual, like, hatred that those people have, you know? Like, oh, like, yo, you don't look like me, so you shouldn't be able to act like me. Like, you don't fit in the predestined box for what, like, people are supposed to be, so, like, we're trying to keep it that way, like, forever. Like, forever, like... For the rest of time, like, no changing it. Like, this is how we're going to, like, be equal is by not being the same. Like, that shit is just nonsense. Like, and I, It creates more diversity at the end of the day. Yeah, ultimately, and it just pushes people that, like, me. I mean, that it are, creates like, less diversity. You know what I mean? Well, it does both. It creates it creates less diversity because you're trying to, like, make people fit in a box, and then when people listen, it creates less diversity. But when people don't, it creates more. It, cre- it creates people that want to fight against that. Mm. I want to fight against that. You know, I exist to fight against that it's one of the reasons I'm here, you know, to fight against that uh systematic boxing in of people. It's like become a system. There's a system to it. Like there's certain people that start trends of like hating people and it like all it does is spread like negativity. And it's funny because no one's ever actually trying to address like the actual fucking problems in the world. Like you think that I'm like a problem, you know, like fucking like look at like war crimes, like Israel. Like, look at, like, things happening, like, crazy-ass shit going on every day. Like, people starving. Like, you want to, like, talk about, like, me, like, like, I'm a problem? Yeah. Like, do you, like, do, you know, like, I don't understand. It's stupid. It's silly, you know? It's definitely It's silly. dumb. Like, I'm building my career up so that in, like, some years I can, like, have enough resources to do things like fucking beach cleanups and, like, shit. Like, like food drives and, like, fun things like that. Like, I love doing shit like that. I've done shit like that since I was a kid, you know? Like, 
I enjoy helping the community and enriching people. I don't understand, you know, why people spend their time, like, on the internet acting as if, like, this space is real. Like, it's not. It's just, like, a fake little fucking... It's a bunch of numbers. If all the computers that, like, made it real just disappeared, like, it would be fake again. So, yeah, I think cancel culture is dumb. I feel like a lot of these people just are also, like, aren't happy with their own lives. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, what do you think... What do you think it takes just to be happy in general? Because you... you you, you preach positivity, and mm-hmm. you seem like you're in a way better space in life. You've gotten healthier. Mm-hmm. You seem a lot mentally, your mind's a lot clearer. So what do you what Thank do you, you think it takes just to be happy in general? I think, like, I think happiness comes from, like, a place of, uh, of like, non-need or want, you know? I think people want things that cause suffering. Mm-hmm. You know, like, people want clothes. They want money. They want a house. They want to be up. They want, like, more people to see them and know their name. They want this they want that they want shit that they're gonna like inevitably end up having to like lose anyway you know like they lose everything like you lose everything like even if like all you have is yourself you still lose that when you die you know like i think suffering and the reason people aren't happy comes from because they think something will make them happy but really happiness is always present things just cover it like wants and needs and desires like that covers your happiness but if you remove all those things happiness is there you think that's why it's such a spike in depression in depression now too? Because depression is such a prominent thing now. Like I feel like mm-hmm. there's a lot more depressed people out there, you know, than there were before. Yeah. You think that may be part of the reason? Like, I think the reason that there's a lot more depressed people than before is like a, like a, there's hella reasons for that. Like first of all, our planet is dying, and I don't think that like that goes unnoticed subconsciously by all of us. You know, like our, it's not it's like things are dying on our planet. Like things are changing. You know, the planet Earth and life is never going to fucking let itself go that easily. You know, you could nuke every square inch of the planet, and I think life would come back. You know, because there's shit underground and stuff. Like yeah, life is persistent. I don't believe that life will give up, but the Earth is changing. You know, the animals are dying, plants are dying. Shit's, like, not going in the most positive direction. Everyone can feel that. Everyone's exposed to that all the time. The Internet links you every day. Every single day that you, like, open your phone and look at it, like, it links you to some shit that is, like, completely unrelated to you. But now you think, like, you draw an association with it through this, like, little screen. All these people that you see that you don't know, all these things that you like or dislike or these things that are going on, they're, like, all, like, not real. You're, like, you're getting, like, a bunch of LEDs making a a pattern to like tell your brain like try to tell your brain what's going on somewhere else like oh let me like depict the image of this happening because someone like filmed it and like now your brain it's like it's real to you you know your brain can't distinguish from like seeing like someone get shot on your phone than like seeing it in real life like a lot of people like react the same to that and i think like humans are evolving and like the only way that shit can get better is if that changes is if people's innate reaction to the internet is not like oh this is just real i should treat this like this is reality i think like people are more depressed because there's not as much purpose mm-hmm. you know back in the day like you you wake up and it's like oh i gotta like take care of this animal so i can eat and i gotta like keep take care of these plants and i gotta like oh maybe there's like someone trying to like take over my village i gotta like fight like there's an inherent reason for every single fucking day even if like your life ends at 30 for whatever reason like your life had way more purpose than it has now because like there's no reason people are realizing there's no real reason they have to be here you know yeah people are like now when like you're when people are given the freedom to choose their own purpose most won't most will choose nothing most will choose to die most will choose failure and ultimately like i don't even think that's a bad thing you know 
I think the strong will always rise, and that evolution is a part of like seeing who is fit to survive in this world. But it's sad. It's sad to see like uh, so many of like you know our fellow men like fall, and women fall because like there's just chemicals in the food and shit, and like the water is not clean in like a lot of places, and like people are just like getting angry and and lonely and like it's, it's everything's like I, ironically things are more linked than they've ever been and people are more isolated than they've ever been it's cuz there's like no community you think this is partially because us as humans have also overcomplicated life oh fuck to yeah to a fucking yeah. extent <laughs> like why like why do Hell we yeah. have to go through jump through all these yeah. hoops do all this bullshit like we're literally to exist, put on bro, this yeah. earth to like, fuck and die it to exist that's it like, like why does I why do I have to calculate how much that I owe the government when like I'm, they like, they know how much I owe them? You know, there's like just a bunch of little things. It's like, bro, this world, humans have built this world to like fuck each other out of shit so that they can have shit. That's like what I feel like our modern society is based it around is a like lot for of. For what and, reason? And until our society reflects uh, our desire as a community to improve, it's not nothing can get better. You know? You think? You think coronavirus, in a sense, maybe had a kind of a slightly positive impact in the way like people look at their lives? Because every every now yeah. you have everybody who had this time off, you couldn't do anything. That's why employ employers are having a hard time hiring people back because they realize how much their fucking lives suck. Yeah, They're slaving away every day. It's kind of like I don't know. I was just really. I think coronavirus and like the pandemic had a positive effect on us, but like. All that it, you know, all that will determine what effect it had on us is the future. I think there's positive and negative effects on us. You know, the next pandemic might come around and half the people didn't learn anything from this one. But mm-hmm. if a pandemic came around in 20 years, you best believe my behavior is going to be completely different than how I handled it this time. You know? Yeah. It's it's insane. You know? You utilize your time a lot better. Yeah, you got to utilize your time a lot better. You got to like make sure that you're prepared for things like that because you got to understand how how selfish humanity is. You know, most people will go to the store as soon as they hear something's going wrong and make sure that they have everything so they can survive so no one else can. This isn't a community where someone's buying all the water and then, like, distributing it equally. Like, people obviously are self-serving, especially in our culture and society. And I think, like, coronavirus, like, just allowed people to... It caused a lot of dissociative issues. A lot of people, like, fell into depression and anxiety and dissociation. But I think that dissociation also had a profound positive impact on how a lot of people see their lives and see everything. Because it allowed them to, for a second, just step back and for hella long just, like, observe everything and be like, what is this? You know, like, am I even happy? Like, what is... Like, what's the point? If I'm yeah, just gonna, if I could just die any themselves. day, if I, if this could just happen and I could just die, then like, what's the point? Yeah, no, it's, yeah. it's like, I don't know. My perspective is like, do you, do you think do you think life has meaning in general? Do you think there is a true like a meaning? like a meaning that you could like, like scientifically you, find out that like is just a, a meaning of life? Meaning? No. Yeah, I think I, I'm nihilistic as fuck. Like I don't because I I don't think that there's a meaning like that is inherent to like existence. If there's no consciousness to perceive that meaning, mm-hmm. because all meaning is is a word that we made up. So like, what is that? That's like something that we want, but it's like that's not real. Yeah. Like you, you create what that is. Like, what is the meaning of your life? You know, what's the meaning of mine? Like, that's just something that we determine for ourselves. You know, somebody might be like, "I'm happiest having there be no meaning, so I can just do whatever." Yeah, and then like, rock, not gonna lie. yeah, yeah, exactly. But then some people, you know, might be like, "Well, my my meaning in life is to." you know, leave something b- behind better than when I got here. And that's, like, what my meaning is, is to make sure that I leave something for my kids and my family and my friends and these guys and shit, something, you know, better than when I got here. 
or else like what the fuck you know that's how i see it you think at you think once that point come once that point in time comes do you think there's anything after this well like death just life in general do you think there's anything after death yeah for sure yeah absolutely yeah totally Totally, cause like I I feel like there was some, there was stuff going on before I got here, so like I feel like there's some shit that's going on after too. There's a place I feel like the energy goes, you know. Like yeah. because like what are you right? You're a body, but you're also the energy that flows through it, and without either, you're not yourself, you know. It's like you can, it's like you know how you enter a room mm-hmm. and there's a gloomy vibe. You can feel that. Yeah, that's energy you can you can kind of because feel. you you're not feeling the physical objects in the room. You're feeling the energy that flows through them. You're sensing people's like you know souls and like mm-hmm. con- and convictions and like how they feel and like uh, and then if your energy is not pure, you can misread people's energies because it's like mixing like red and blue. You get purple. Like you get something that's like not accurate to what either thing was. You know. So like, energy super important and i think people like a lot of people don't re- i think the reason there's so much depression is because people refuse to acknowledge the non-physical half of life you know life is half physical but it's half non like it's half things that you can't that slip through your fingers you know it's half half of it's not tangible. half of it's not tangible that's like what the, the the intersection of tangible and intangible is this place that we are my eyes you know my brain my sing the singularity of my being as soon as the energy in my body decides that it's no longer able to be held here it'll just go back out into everything you can't create or destroy me i'm forever you're forever we live beyond we're an idea i'm i'm right now saying something that's going to just ripple out into time forever you know you will always have an impact on the world around you it's just up to you like how big that is pretty much deep yeah shit Fucking shit like this keeps me grounded, you know. Thinking yeah. about shit like this all the time, cause I can't stop thinking about shit like this. Definitely. When I'm like alone, like I, I, I fear death. You know, I fear like when's my time? When will I not be able to do something really? for people around you? Yeah, of course. Do you of think course. you think that's something you? Of course, you know, everyone you've does. Ever learn to come to terms with? Because that's yeah, that's the yeah. only thing that is kind of guaranteed. I think that I am coming to terms life. with it. I think in the, I think as I grow older, uh, my association with death becomes better. Because I realize that it is not the end of something; it is just the beginning of something. It's a new beginning. It's the sense. beginning of something else. Yeah, it's, it's the begin. Like it's, it's the beginning of me not being this and being something else. You get to figure out what kind of happens next. Yeah, absolutely. And like whatever happens after that, you know, will teach me something and humble me, and that's just how the world's gonna go. And eventually, you know, we'll all be back with everything again. That's what I believe. I believe that after all the things happen, after the infinity, you know, decides to come back together, like that's just what it is. What do you want your fans to kind of take away from this and take away from your music and take away from you as a as a singularity and as a person? Um, what do I want my fans to take away from this? I kind of want my fans and the people that listen to my music to more understand that, like, we're all, like, I don't just believe that, like, we're all the same, like, we're equal. Like, when I say that, I mean it. Like, I believe that, like, the only thing that is, like, creating a difference between me and this table and you is, like, my perception of it, you know? I've been on enough mind-altering substances to where nothing is different than anything and everything's the same. Mm-hmm. So, like, I know that, like, the only reason this is a table is because if I didn't know it was, then I wouldn't be able to survive right now. Like, I wouldn't be able to drink water and, like, live, yeah. keep my body here. My ego is here to tell me that. But, you know... I know what it's like to like th- have there be no time, have there be no space, have there be no anything. So if there's one thing I like want my fans to take from it, it's that like don't stress about this sh- shit, bro. 
you know? Like, this shit is as real as you make it. And, like, one day you won't even be able to make it real anymore, so just don't worry about it. Just, like, do what makes you feel good and help people, bro. Help people like your life depends on it, you know? Like, do things for people and do fun shit and, like, enjoy life as much as you can. And, like, don't expect yourself to be perfect either. Don't expect, you know, to, like, always, to, to never, you know, fail. You know, fucking up is what makes you stronger, you know? No one just comes out of the womb, like, like not ever so making a mistake. Grow. Yeah, like, fucking, like, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, people can... Yeah, perfect exactly, person. yeah. <laughs> like, people come out, like, and have to learn that shit. So, like, don't feel bad, you know? Like, do, just use the time that you do have and treat every moment with as much reverence as you can, you know? Don't let yourself waste time, bro, like, at all. We talked a lot about, um psychedelics not even not even just in this interview but you know mm-hmm. in general and stuff like that do you kind of think you know people could utilize that differently do you think it yeah. opens up because we we only have access yeah. to a certain amount of our brain you know a certain percentage of our brain and a certain pr- yeah we only have access to like a certain perspective on reality you know you can only experience reality through this body you don't know what it's like you know you, can, you can't become a dog you don't know what it's like to, like, be a tree and what that's like yeah. you know, what time feels like when you're a tree. Is there even time? You know, like, what the fuck is, like, different ways to experience all this? You know, and I think psychedelics kind of, like, help give you slight, just a, just the a, a, a tiniest peek through the crack. Just, like, what other what it could be to not be you. Yeah. What it's like after you die. Like, what it's like after you're not there and something else is there. What's that like? You know, what it's like for that and i think people like need to experience that more but also i think people need to stop abusing it so fucking much you know like i know like i talk a lot about it but like i haven't done psychedelics in like a year maybe a little more and that's just because like you should it is a medicine you know it is something you take when you feel sick like you feel like you might need something you know it's not mm-hmm. something that i believe that should just be like fucked with abused all the time. Yeah, personally. That's just my belief, you know, and everyone can do whatever. Do whatever you want. You know, I know plenty of people that, like, do shrooms all the time, and they're fine. That's just, like, what they feel like. It's, Mm -hmm. like, like, whatever, you know. But, like, and speaking, and on that note, you know, like, I do plan on, like, having an experience soon. I feel like I do need to, like, really just, like, remind myself of the, you know, what's, you know, what's real, what's fake. You know, sometimes you start forgetting you start thinking things that are real are really real. You know, you start, this, this shit starts to become real, like, tough. This should reality when reality gets too concrete, sometimes it's best to like soften it up again a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Shit, you just you know, you just talked about time a little bit too. Like Yeah. Time is like it's like the weirdest man made concept because people can either really be scared of it or really fucking embrace it. Mm-hmm. It's like what the fuck is time? Like you like this tree right here, there's no concept of time. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Maybe it does. Shit just fucking lives. Or maybe it does. Maybe it has a concept of time. Or maybe it only has a concept of time that, like, I could say, like, relative to me is if I experienced it, but I can't, so I can't know. Mm. It's just weird, you know? Maybe everything's like a time lapse to a tree. Maybe it experiences its whole life, like, and then it goes away. Maybe that's, like, what it yeah. is. Maybe it, life is just explosions for the rest of life, but for us, it's just this. Or maybe it's not. Maybe it's even slower. Who fucking knows? But, like, whatever. Point is, like, it's making fruit. Yeah. Chilling, making it's doing it's 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 doing it knows what the fuck it's supposed to do. Yeah, that's what I think is funny about humans because like as we think, like there's so many people that don't know what the fuck they're supposed to do. It's like literally like the tree is doing what it's built to do. It is built to make fruit and make more of it and then keep living. Do that. People are like, what's my purpose? Like get better so that you can like have kids. 
like maybe you don't want to have kids like don't but like most people if you're struggling to find your purpose in life like it's just to make another one of you it's just to make more of you that's like pretty much the, if there I'm is a die. if there is a purpose <laughs> to life that you can fucking like that can be argued is like the most obvious it's probably to just make more of you and that's fine because like that's lit that's yeah. cool. It, that just proves the fractal nature of like reality that everything has to come from the inside of something else, and it keeps emerging and emerging. Where it's do like you see yourself in the future? Do you do you still want to continue? You think? Because we, I remember when we were FaceTiming when I landed. You, we did talk about music in the future. Mm-hmm. I said, "Been making beats to your dead." You said you don't feel that way. Be respected. Where do you see yourself down the road? What do you see yourself doing? Um. I think, like, I definitely see myself continuing to enjoy music with my friends, you know, for the next few years. Like, I want to, you know, me and Brumming God and MK and Janaskis have experimented with starting, like, a, a little, like, band and shit. And I think, you know, shit like that will expand over the next few years. You know, I want to, like, enjoy the next, like, decade or so just making music and having fun and, like, enjoying that. Mm-hmm. And uh, enjoying my life and helping as many people around me as I can. But ultimately... I want to dedicate later parts of my life to to like helping people just be able to like enjoy baseline reality and whether that's through like being uh, a therapist or like a monk or like you know some shit like I want to to give this up I'd like to give I'd like it if like I could give this up consciously you know because you got to give everything up whether you realize it or not you know when you die there's things that you're cool with giving up like oh i don't need my money but then like you might not be ready to give up people you love i want to dedicate later parts of my life to training myself to be ready you know like like the buddha like bu- like very buddhist shit like i want to train myself to be able to live as presently as possible to like not allow any of the moments that i'm living to like be clouded by bullshit and to help other people Get, mm-hmm. uh, get as close to that as possible, you know? Not obsessing with being perfect, but obsessing with getting better. That makes sense, because I feel like a lot, especially where, you know, we're both at right now in life, I feel like we're so focused on the future and not living not living in the present as mm-hmm. much. You know what I mean? Because we, we, both of us just talk a bunch of shit about what we want to do and where we want to go, mm-hmm. you know, out of office camera and shit like that. So it's like, you know, I, that's, that's a good... That's a good thing to. That's a good place to want to end up is to be able to live in the present because a lot of us are just so focused on what's next. Yeah, bro, and it's like, bro, that's never gonna end. You know, I don't want to live in a thought loop forever. I don't want to like always be focused on obtaining. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's something you can't avoid uh, focusing on sometimes in this society. It trains us to focus on obtaining, and like eventually, I want to focus on letting go, mm-hmm. giving up things, not you know, having to get them all the time. That's because that's half a life. That's why I think people are depressed because there's an imbalance. You know, you should get as you should you get as much as you give back to the world. Definitely, a lot of people take and don't give, and they wonder why they're sad. So the last the last few minutes um, of this interview, um, I got two more questions for you. Okay, one is is Gunk Rock dead? No, Ed's right there. We want to do more shit with it, but we're just obviously it's just gonna happen when it happens. I had I had to <laughs> had to ask because it's been floating around a little bit. People have been wondering. Yeah. People have been asking me. Like how the <laughs> fuck do I know? <laughs> like, I feel that. But um, yeah, we we plan on uh, we plan on dropping Nigga Puta Polifi like, like a year or two. <laughs> it's the sequel to Ifalapa Dupe again. It's the same thing but backwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and Brahmin, you want to talk a little bit about Brahmin? Last yeah, couple minutes? Yeah. Um, Brahmin's like uh, me bringing back just my original rap name, but it's like 
I don't want to just do rap with it. I want to just be free to express myself and make music however I want with that. And I think ultimately it'll just become its own beast, you know, in terms of art. Yeah. I want Darky to remain a, a character and to be able to point out like the satires through a through a human semi-human perspective, you know, from like a living perspective. And then mm-hmm. I want Brahmin to be a place where like I can experiment and fuck around. Just don't have to worry about the restrictive nature of like Darky because Darky is pretty creatively open, but there are things I can't do. You know, I might I might not be safe releasing just instrumentals or like yeah shit like that. So I want to just experiment. And that's just where I'm gonna like uh, if I want to make a mainstream song, I will. If I want to like do this i will it's just, it's just a place where i want to like i want to like make music that sounds maybe like a way that people expect but then like i'm saying things that like you would never hear on a, a song mm-hmm. like that and shit so that's what that is if you want to check it out feel free it's just my second artist thing you can find it pretty easy but well yeah. shit um i do got more questions for you mm-hmm. but they're kind of like it would kind of not make sense to ask these like right now after we just got so deep because a lot of them are really pertaining to like mm-hmm. your story and filling holes as to you, your come up and stuff like that okay. so maybe off camera I can ask that and then well you know I could fill that in for the documentary or whatever like that yeah absolutely I, I mean or how much time do we have left recording right now uh, we gotta end this part like right now <laughs> okay like for sure so. yeah so I mean uh, I could ask I could ask that on camera real, real quick and then for so sure. I have it and stuff like that yeah but, uh, okay thank you guys for tuning in for sure that sounds good this has been Fucking hell of an interview. We just went deep. Now, I really hope this was worth the wait for you guys because you guys have been asking me for this one for a long time to do this again. So thank you guys for tuning in. Um, yeah. yeah. Follow and subscribe. Peace. Fuck with cult classic <laughs> and, and shit. Wrap it up, Dan. Drop. Drop it. Drop. Drop.